Welcome to the Wellness Campfire at the School of Wellness podcast. It will eventually be uploaded to School of Wellness podcast, so I'm just going to call it what it is. Hope everyone's having a good day. Just thought I'd do a little rambling on this whole idea of getting back to normal from a pandemic. What does normal look like? I'm just waiting a little bit here to see if anybody comes on. I have people trickling in throughout the live cast. You'll see. Um, <clears throat> eventually I'm going to, I'm going to invite some people, uh, on here who would like to join in on a call, but got to initially figure out how to get more people to, um, to hear about this, to know about this. So I'm going to be working on that couple weeks, but uh, I'm just going to kind of throw out what's coming to to mind about uh, this pandemic and getting back uh, again to normal. Um, First and foremost, I think it should be completely obvious by now that this virus is a very small threat to the population of the world. Now given, yes, a lot of people have died. This is true. But if you look at the types of people, I know you guys are like, oh, but, yeah, I know, there is a but. The but is, is that the CDC recently posted Unfortunately, it was fairly buried in their website. The CDC posted that only a a small portion of the people who died from COVID actually died from COVID-19 and no no other comorbidity. So you look at that, I think it was like 6%. So 6% of all the people who died actually died of COVID. And then, you know, 90-something, 4%, right? I'm doing my math right. 94% died from comorbidities. So what that tells us is that the the great majority of the people who die from this die because they have a swampy, crappy body terrain. And what I mean by that is, is that they are just generally very poor in health. Um, they're, they could be obese, they could have multiple chronic conditions, um, could have heart disease, could have osteoporosis from, uh, really acidity in the body, um, where your body is literally pulling from your your bones, pulling calcium from your bones to offset the acidity from eating 
so poorly and not exercising, not getting the toxins out, not drinking enough water, some of the real basics of, of health that people are not doing. And, um, and now we have the president. This comes a couple days after the president walked out of, I forget the name of the medical center, after having COVID. COVID. And uh, he's, I think it was what, he's like 74 or something like that. I could be wrong. I think it was 74. And uh, he's trying to prove to everyone, look, I can get it and I can get through this, you know. And he doesn't even know why he's getting through. He's getting through it because he's being bloated up with a bunch of drugs, you know. And for the most part, you know, some of those probably helped him. But it didn't fix the problem. The core problem with Donald Trump is is that his his health is is crap, snap, not good. What's up? Uh, never mind. Hope you're having a good night. What am I reading? I'm not reading reading anything tonight. I did the other night. I mean, maybe I'll read something. Um, but, um, no, I mean, what people are, are not seeing in this whole situation is, is that when a, body, when a person's body is so horribly unhealthy, it makes them so much more susceptible to any virus. Not just COVID. It could be any virus, any pathogen, any bacteria, whatever. It's, it's literally like a, a breeding ground for the bad, the bad uh, pathogens to, to jump on board. Like, hey, great, we can, we can feast. Time to feast. And uh, I, was just, I was just reading, um, what was I looking at? Um, it was something, oh yeah, it was about microbes. And it's basically saying that we have microbes in our gut. They were doing like a study on how it's kind of gross. They were doing a study on how how uh, microbes uh, affect like uh, a cadaver, like when something dies, like what happens to it, and like without any other influence, the the microbes in the the dead body, whatever it was, whatever animal it was, the microbes in the gut, the bad microbes essentially take over because there's no longer an immune system. Uh, what's up, Luna? How you doing? So anyway, the bad microbes take over the immune system uh, because there is no more immune system. So bad microbes that were in your gut when you die take over, essentially uh, multiply uh, kind of like a cancer and eventually take over and devour and decompose the entire body. I know that's disgusting, but I remember, I remember seeing a, uh, it was some animal in the road right out in front of my house. And I saw it a couple times because I lived there. Nobody went to clean it up. And, it, and I remember thinking, where the hell do all those things come from that are like eating up or decomposing this animal? Like, where do they come from? Like, where do those worms come from? It's not like they like crawled from the dirt on the side of the road and went to that, to that thing. And so anyway, this is disgusting. But the point is, is that I was like, how the hell does that happen? Where do those things come from? And as it turns out, we have microbes within 
Um, let's see. I don't even. I haven't done this in a while. Hold on. Never mind. Can you hear me? Hi. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Anyway, it was crazy. Um, so this topic is great. Yeah, we'll yeah. expect more because this is this is it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Wellness campfire. We're just talking about wellness stuff. I've been waiting for someone to come along who's willing to have a conversation like this um, for a while now. <laughs> Came to the right place. So, what are your thoughts on this whole topic? I mean, as far as getting back to normal and uh, disease and like, what are you, what are you, where are you coming from on that? Well, as soon as it hit society. And I lost my job, and I was in quarantine. I immediately started studying virology, and I and you know it, it, a lot of it is in legalese. A lot of it is in a, a type of like written language. It's in English, but it's just hard to understand. And um, so I did. You know, I had to do a lot of research on like the meaning of the words and all that. So, but I. So in a roundabout way, I came to some of my own conclusions that, um, you know, like it's just it's, a lot of this information is just not readily available as layman facts, like 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 in a language that people can understand, straight to the point. You kind of have to go through so many well, things. No, nobody on a pedestal big enough. So, <laughs> you know, everybody else got a bigger pedestal. Right, so, and I think that. Yeah, and in the science world, like, I think there's um, a lot of misconceptions. Like, you would think that a scientist would be, like, you know, a good person or whatever, but I think that there's a lot of bad things going on. Like, for example, the fetal bovine serum mm -hmm. uh, is uh, something that they put in a lot of immunizations. And they, do you know what that is? Uh, I don't follow, I don't, I haven't looked up all of the ingredients and everything in, in uh, vaccinations, but I know that some of them... <clears throat> potentially really bad, you know, and uh, it probably shouldn't be there. Well, the thing is about, <laughs> yeah, like the aluminum, yeah, definitely. And But the fetal bovine syndrome is something that they extract from the heart of a, of a, a fetus, a, a calf fetus from a cow. So they extract the, the calf, and then they take the um, blood from the heart, and then they make serum out of it by isolating a cell line. And then that's what they cultivate the virus this with. This is crazy. Like, what, who, who, who and, is um, like, whose idea yeah. is this? Anyway, like, my right? God. I know. And it, it, it's like, it just ties too well into the whole um, uh, satanic ritual abuse thing that's coming from, you know, uh, a lot of the Peter Wood accusations. Are you familiar with no, that? No, I haven't really got into that. I'm, just, Realm, I, I'm really on the... On the grounded realm like i don't really get too much into like um mysticism well it's all connected stuff. like something like tangible like like something i can like kind of hold on to <laughs> you know i mean i, I kind of go with that logic well um, it, it really is all connected and it's a lot of it is um a lot of it is, is is like you know delivered in such a way that you know it wouldn't seem tangible it wouldn't seem something that you could hold on to and could be logical and factual but i think that it's something to definitely consider okay. Because um, I think there's definitely something up here. <laughs> well, like, okay, so 
the uh, Trump administration uh, uh, cut funding for the fetal research program last year, like in the beginning of the year, because of unethical practices and heart, uh, or, organ harvesting and uh, and um, uh, yeah, I was going to say, but anyways, so they were taking, you know, human fetuses and then doing research on them, basically, and they were selling um, tissues. And so, um, yeah, so, so basically, I, I, there's a lot of dots that are being connected in a lot of different areas. And, um, yes, like, it could be considered, you know, a lot of things that I have to say are, can, can be considered conspiracy theories or whatever, but a lot of them, it's like a question that is left un, sorry? Conspiracy theory. What? Conspiracy, conspiracy theory is the, the shittiest, most misconstrued word in, in, Recent times. Yes, it is. Like, yeah, I agree. I agree. What, what? Conspiracy what? Like, I agree. The idea of, of it is is that someone has a, a narrative or some thought that is different than the norm, and they call that a conspiracy theory. <laughs> like, you know, you can't, well, you're not talking yeah. about someone else's beliefs. You can't tolerate someone else's different you or a different belief than you. Is that like... That's what it sounds like. Is it sounds like a lack of tolerance to me. <laughs> like, we're just intolerant. We, we can't stand this. It's almost what, like having a conspiracy racism. theory on this? Really, that's almost a form of racism to me. Like, if you want to go to the, to the depths of it. I'm not sure what angle you're actually coming from. Are you against a conspiracy no, I, I theory, or are you against people that are against the conspiracy theories? That, that people have different, differing beliefs about all kinds of things. Things, you know? Okay, good, good. Really, yeah. I think it's awesome. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with conspiracy theories. Just, we should be looking at conspiracy theorists yeah, as heroes. Yeah, looking at that. Yeah. Like, oh, well, so why is it that you would say that? Like, instead of completely dismissing something, like, without even questioning it. Yeah. Without even questioning it. Which people often do. Like, to me, yeah. like I say, it's kind of like, it's kind exactly. of like a form of racism. You're basically singling someone out as being different. Yeah, not discrimination. As well, not as good. Yeah. Not as, like, not as valid. It's like, what the, what the hell is wrong with you? You know, like, that's why I don't like the word. I completely, it's, it's, completely it's agree. A, it's got a bad rap. So, it's, it's, it's like do you have an IG? Yeah, uh, I've got, uh, my IG is in uh, the Mirror of Oz. It's just called the Mirror, like a mirror you look in in the morning and or whatever. <laughs> of Oz, A-H-S. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the Mirror mm -hmm. of Oz. Yeah. I look at it like well, that. I have a page um, that I have a lot of content on on this subject, and I will um, follow you, and then you can take a look at some of my stuff. Uh, no, but I'm I'm gonna follow you. So so I'll tell you I'll tell you where I'm coming where I'm coming uh, from with all this. Is, is it, and then you can kind of see I've been compiling. Maybe we can compare notes. Okay. Um, where I came from with all this in, initially is in uh, I've been studying psychoneuroimmunology which is the mind's effect on the body, essentially. Uh, I've been studying that for 10 years or so, epigenetics, uh -huh. uh, and, and generally just health uh, over the last 10 years. And then when, nice. when this whole, like, pandemic started, I'm like, oh, fuck, I know what this is about. I know what they're going to do. Everybody everybody believes that, that um, the viruses make them sick. And I'm like, no, the virus itself doesn't make you sick. Because there's something mm. like there's something between um, the infection of the, getting the virus and the outcome, which would be like I'm alive and thriving. A third-party irritant. But no, there's something between infection and yeah. and the outcome, which would be like death or or 
or life, right? And that is our immune system and our body's state of health. Well, I think I think it's our, like it initially, it's something that causes an imbalance. Yeah, it's what? terrain theory. It's it's this idea that that we have a, a state of body of our body, like a state of health, that is the middleman in how we show disease, like illness, symptoms, whatever it might be. So in other words, like someone could yeah. essentially. I've been reading this book recently called Super Life, and he was he was saying how like someone could literally cough right in his face like with the virus, like right in his face. And because of his immune system being strong and his body being very healthy and him knowing that and trusting that, he wouldn't show the symptoms of the pathogen because his immune system would stop it dead in its track. It couldn't proliferate in his body. His body won't allow it. So that's called terrain theory if you've never heard of it or you haven't looked it up. It's very related to mm -hmm. virology, I believe. I haven't looked that up yet. Very cool shit. Mm -hmm. So anyway, that's where I'm coming from. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? The, the, can can you put your... Oh, yeah, the... the no, can you put your um, your all there? Because I didn't remember yeah, what you said. Sure. Let me just see. Um, I haven't done this in a little while. I have so many IG accounts. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, like, um, so what I've come, my conclusion is that there's, there has to be a third party irritant, um, that pollutes, um, the environment that we all have common contact with, and it creates an imbalance in our, in our systems, which then affects our immune systems to, um, have like kind of an autoimmune reaction, like an overgrowth of something, like an overgrowth of, of the virus or an overgrowth of a receptor. Yeah, or like, like candida. It's not a response. It's, it reacts. Yeah. It no, it's not very smart yet. <laughs> it didn't respond like an emergency response yeah. or you respond intelligently. It like reacted to it. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's, it would be a very like damaging exactly. response for sure. <laughs> like a very unwitting response. Yeah. And that's, that's my, my concern yeah. is, is that a lot of what's happening is, is that people's uh, body state of health is so effing poor that their immune system doesn't mount a response to the virus it mounts a reaction to the virus because it's it's deficient it's it's like an army with no shields and no swords They're like what the fuck are we gonna do <laughs> we can't fight this and so that well like it's, it's, a response takes time right well, yeah, like exactly. like because like you know how you know how your lymph nodes swell up with the white blood right. cells to in, getting ready to attack whatever right. you know, it is and that's causing the imbalance. I think that's a, a type of response, but I think that it's, it's the type of response that is like so um, like extreme because it's like an alien, like third party irritant that's polluting uh, our environment that, that we're, that we're having a reaction to. Yes. But it's like, it's like that, that's, I don't know. Like it, it's hard. It's hard to. It's, it's kind of a thin line, I think. It is a because it's like our bodies are are, are naturally constantly fighting off things and Absolutely. and and constantly. it's like a the, the constantly you know playing the game, right? Yeah, and I think I think viruses are actually just little messengers. Like when we're around each other, like in person, we it's like pollen. Like we're like flowers. We pollinate each other with our viruses, giving our bodies 
um, uh, information so that we can then produce whatever the protein that we have to produce to be able to be around each other and survive. survive like, like you know, the um, disease mono, the kissing yeah, disease? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. So, like, children or, or people usually get it when they have their first oh. kiss because it's like you're getting so much information from a new person oh. that, you know, it, it's kind of, yeah. So, so it's, that's the response to oh, it, you know, like your immune get sick because it's kind of an imbalance yeah it's like candida like when we eat too much sugar like there's then our yeast will grow too too much and then the our, our own natural yeast will work against us and we'll grow visceral fat to protect uh, um for, for to protect our in our organs from the uh, acidic pH that that has been created from it yeah, I, I, I'm just making a note of this. Um, but no, as far as the kissing disease goes, it makes sense. Like, uh, I, I've been, I forget what I read. It was something about that, that we pass, or I think the word is confer. Anyway, we pass on um, uh, immunity to each other as a survival tool mechanism. So, um, for instance, uh, my mom was mentioning a while ago. Well, so we have to be able to survive each other. We have to survive each other. But, but I'll give you an example of how this goes, went down. Because we have de- different, like, peaks. Well, that too. That, but, uh, like, for instance, like, when I was younger, my mom would say, she, she mentioned, like, one of us would get sick. I have, I have two other brothers, right? One of us would get sick, and then we would be sick for, like, like over a week, like week and a half, two weeks, whatever. And then the second one that got sick would get sick for like maybe a week. And then the third one that got sick would get sick for like only a couple of days. And uh, I, I did some more research and I, and I, I, I watched a video previously and then I rewatched it. I was like, I thought that was what that was about. So I rewatched it. And it basically what it, what it says is, is that to, to survive as a human race, we essentially, um, pass on through the air or touching or kissing, like like you're saying, through that kissing disease or whatever. Same idea. We confer, we pass on what our body has learned so far about a virus. Yes, we might be giving you the virus, but yeah. we're also passing on to you where we are in the game. If we're, if we're trying to figure yeah. it, if our body's still trying to figure it out, we're passing on you, to you the virus, but we're also fig- passing on to you, okay, by the way, here's the virus in the world that I've caught, but here's where I'm at uh, trying to figure it out. Okay, so I'm passing that on to you. Now, your body's going to figure that one out a little bit more and take it from there, right, and, and not a little bit better defense. And then the, the third person to get it is going to know more. Like, you might still get the virus, but it's not going to, it's not going to proliferate as bad in your body because that that's been passed on to you. It's been conferred the immunity. The immunity has literally been passed yeah. on to you. So it's think, crazy. Like there's more to it. I think that some people's but, yeah, like they're well. It's basically like cell regeneration. I think is what it comes down to. I think some people take longer than others to regenerate, and um and. So, like, you know, it might take one person four days to to um, decode the protein that that they that their cells will then be producing from the information from that virus that they got from the, that person, and um, and then uh, okay. what I was say. I don't know, I had a blank. That happens a lot, right? After I, I, get that. I get that. I know what you're talking about, but I, but I want to do I want to do a little bit more research on on it because. In, in essence, like humanity is designed to survive uh, like very viral threats, like 
well, yeah. COVID was was viral in a sense that um, it was very contagious. But it, it it's been proven from the, the statistics that we know what we know today yeah. is that it's not as deadly as something like Ebola or rabies that have like almost 100% death rate. Meaning like if you get it, there's a very high likeliness that you're going to die. <laughs> like this is like, if you get this, there's a high yeah. likeliness that you're going to have a very mild symptom, kind of like the flu, if that, and then you're going to be on with your life. I don't, you know? I don't get, but we're pushing it. Like it's, I don't get why they're using viruses right? though as a veil. As a what? It's like a veil. Like it doesn't make any sense to say that a virus is because all viruses are contagious. That's what they do. They 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 we, we pass them on. Like we already have coronavirus in our systems. It's a part of our immune system and a bunch of other viruses as well. But but like I don't get why they're using that. Like that's I mean it just makes no sense to me based on what I've learned in virology. Absolutely. Um, because like it, so what's the difference between rabies and Cold. Rabies is passed a different way. It's not open no. in the air, from what I've learned. And also, rabies—the the the known yeah. death rate for rabies is like it's nearly a hundred percent. So, and, and that could I, I, that could be wrong. Maybe well, I was looking at the I honestly think or whatever. There have been people that have survived rabies, like full full blown rabies. But I think after yeah, well they get they get, they get a bunch of shots, shots and then they're good. Well, if you're lucky, apparently if yeah, you're too late. The shots don't mean shit. Yeah. But, but the reality of it is, is that if you... That's why if you get, ever get bit by an animal, they instantly give you a, a yeah. shot. Right. Just, just in case kind of shot. But the reality of it is this. Is, is it yeah, if, exactly. Is, is if your body terrain, if your health in general is so poor that it would... It, even it... Okay. Versus someone who's, whose body terrain or their state of health is very, very good. Someone could theoretically get something like rabies and mount a proper response, immune response to it, and live. Whereas someone who has a very poor uh, state of health with comorbidities like galore, they're like, everything's breaking down already, and they get something like rabies, of course they're going to die. There's no chance that of shot, no, no shot that they receive. No vaccine, no anything from the outside that, that, they, that they take within a period of a couple of days or whatever it takes for this to happen where it would kill you, like, wouldn't be in time. No matter what, like, no amount of the hospital treatment is going to bring this person back. You have to, like, replace all of your organs, essentially make everything work right. You know, it'd be like, it'd be like an old car. You know, <laughs> like, you know, trying to push it to do, to do 120 in a curve. You know, it's going to, like, things are going to fall off, you know, it's, and eventually there won't be any wheels, you know. And so it, it's it's what people aren't recognizing in this whole pandemic is the state of a person's health. I mean, that's like the biggest game changer right there. And it's been talked about. so. Well, much. yeah, it's their diet that, that we need Everything. to focus on. Drinking enough water, you know, it's, 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 enough it's sleep, so many things. There's like a ton Using toothpaste. You know, natural products that aren't like talking. Yeah, you know? but crazy yeah it's like there's sugar and everything and that works against you there's fluoride in the water and that works against you um our our dental hygiene is is, has been infiltrated with alcohol and like drying agents and um and and sugar and like breaking down your enamel with you know with their recommended you know habits 
and um, and then the chemtrails. I mean, why aren't we focusing more on that? Like that shit is not cool. Like if you're putting something in my air, I want to know what the fuck yeah, it is. Of course, you think people... you know what I mean? No, we're not focusing enough on it. No, we don't. We're not focusing enough on a lot of shit. Yeah, like I, 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 don't want to, I don't. Yeah. Know. They're surrounding us with. they with, with a bunch of shit. Oh shit. I got it, but... Does that mean? Or are you? My um headset just turned off. <clears throat> Can you still hear? Oh. Uh, yeah, I can hear you. I'll mute myself when you're not when you're talking. It's all good. You don't have to do that. I don't, it should still work. Um, yeah, so there is a lot of that shit going on, but I think they, if you want to call it that, uh, they know that the majority of the public aren't going to research things like you and I. Guaranteed. So we could we could know right. everything there is to know about everything, and everybody around us isn't going to be up to speed on that, and so everyone else is going to follow a narrative that is uncomfortable for us because we're like, wait, don't you know this? But the reality of it is is that they don't. And then we make them feel stupid and then they hate us and then they're not going to listen. Exactly. And then we, we get we get kind of angry and I, I get why a typical conspiracy mm-hmm. would be looked down upon uh, because they're, they'd be angry. Like, why are you guys not listening? And it's because there's so much programming Decades, mm-hmm. decades, and decades yep. on TV mm-hmm. or whatever that people have been watching. That this is what's normal. That's what's real for them. And it's like, even though we've yeah, and then people 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 take the time to put together like these nice documentaries and everything. And but then there's people who put together documentaries that are false, and so it it, it fucks it up for all the other documentaries. And so like. Because, uh, like, what you need to do is break it down for them, right? Well, if you do that, then, like, they don't take it seriously. There's, it's like there's no way of getting through to them unless they want to be got through to. to be ready. I look at it this way. If you're not ready to pull your head out of the sand, if you're yeah. afraid, then you're never – none of the, the things will settle in your mind. In other words, you'll, you're just too afraid to look at the, what's, what's likely real. And even though your intuition might say, God, I feel like this is right. I feel like what they're saying is right, but I'm just not ready for it yet. They won't tell you that. They just won't be ready. And then they're just going to back up what they know because it's subconscious. you, you got to realize that a lot of what's happened over the years, the decades of programming is, has gone, has been repeated so many times, it becomes sub- subconscious. Oh, no, I've been talking about it for years. Like, there's almost nothing. It's psychological warfare. Thing you can do do about it. If if the the modern, uh, mainstream media, if you want to call it that, has been harp, harping at the bit long enough, if you notice, even just masks wear mask wearing and whatnot, it's so prevalent. Like every like between commercials, commercial breaks, and everything, it's like, look, we we wear a mask for for so and so. I wear my mask for so and so. Oh, I wear my mask for so and so, and I do it for this, and I do it for that, and it's like. Okay, I get it. Yeah, we've, we've seen this about a hundred times. You don't need to, to, to do it anymore. And it's just, it's, they have more platform, uh, sadly, you know. And that's why I think, you know, people like you, yourself. By the way, there's a little bit of a delay, so I'm not trying to uh, uh, interrupt you. I just wanted to let you know that. Um, <clears throat> no, it's kind of. But, yes, I, I'm, I'm really happy to meet you, by the way. Um, my name's Jane. Jane? Uh, Jane. Jane. Yeah. My name's Andrew. Yeah. 
I, I just followed you, but I followed you with the wrong account. So I'm going to follow you with my the right account next. <laughs> I do music, but um, but my other nerdy thing is um, personality types. Are you familiar with the 16 personality types? I read a book about it. Vaguely remember that it was. In fact, my my one of the companies I work for actually gave it to me and suggested that I read it. <laughs> it was like we really think you should read this, so you understand everyone who works here. <laughs> it was funny, but. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's a really good piece of knowledge to know because you're being socially engineered constantly by the system. And if you could come to understand, you know, social engineering, then you can protect yourself from it. I don't know. Did the book go into that specifically or was it more about like different personalities? What was the book called? Uh, I just remember it was like the cube or something or no, something like that. I remember it was like there's... There was 16, there was four corners, and each corner had four, I think, different versions of that personality type. Am I seeing that same thing? Is it about, about the same? Uh, uh, yeah, that's, that's, but yeah, that's in, it's Myers-Briggs. Myers-Briggs, yeah, yeah, okay, cool. And I think there's different books probably. It's based off the MBTI, the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator. Yeah. So I'll I'll put this um, website in the chat here, and I I I would like you if you wouldn't mind in your own free time or whatever to take the test, and um, and then let me know what your personality type is, and then we can discuss it more because I think this should be common knowledge. I think that that people would have a way easier time communicating and getting along and harmonizing if we all knew at least our own personality types at least, because then if we knew our own, we could understand others. I usually just Better. say, give me your your Facebook profile. <laughs> I'll know I'll know within about, about right because yeah, some people could like I can just type someone you know, but but to make them understand is, is more oh, difficult. For sure, it's a, it's a tricky one, but uh, yeah, I think a lot of our problems nowadays are just miscommunication and and just not understanding people or not taking the time or whatever. So yeah, when we get around to it, I will yeah. we'll do that. Exactly. How I'm gonna find that link or whatever, but oh, there it is. Is that it? Sixteen Personalities dot com. Is that what? Yes. Yeah. Way to copy mm-hmm. that from here. I don't know, maybe we'll just put it in my notes. Uh, I mean, it'd be really easy to t- type. Just type it in, but you can't copy it from the thing. Oh, actually, you know what? I'm gonna send you the link uh, via um, Instagram. So don't, don't worry about it. I got okay, you. Cool. Um, but uh, as far as um, as far as getting back to normal, um, the only people who die from this virus are. Well, let me see if I can go back here. Yeah, it seems like the only people that are dying, or the majority of the people who are dying from this virus, are very elderly people with comorbidities. Um, and uh, what I, what we're doing right now is we're doing like a blanket. Uh, one size fits all, um, you know, uh, procedure to try to mitigate this and make it kind of go away, and and also to not flatten the curve. They say flatten the curve, but like really to like make the hospitals not be overwhelmed. And that that worked. Like whatever for whatever it's worth, that that happened. I mean, hospitals aren't over overwhelmed. I think in New York City they they were, but the point is, is it. To have every single person who's, for the most part, especially for this virus, 
healthy enough for every single person to be wearing a mask and social distancing seems to make absolutely no sense to me, knowing the way the immune system works and the fact that we are supposed to be exposed to it. Right, exactly. Like you say, as a virologist, you don't understand. Like, you need, you you don't, I mean, washing your hands too frequently is actually removing the things, uh, the bacteria, I think, on this, the good bacteria on your, on the skin that's um, trying to keep you safe, trying to keep your skin safe. (laughs) It's it's the oils. The oils attract, um, like, germs and shit uh, from the lipids or whatever. And um, and so we secrete this oil, and it attracts the dirt, and then and then it, you know. But if we get a cut or something, then you know it could get infected really easily if we don't wash regularly. But no, but we can't wash too frequently, is what I'm saying. Yeah, so I think that we you know, to encourage people to wash your hands, keep washing your hands. Like they don't say how many times you're supposed to wash your hands, and some people are probably washing their hands like. Like like uh, OCD, like they're doing it like 10, 20 times a day or whatever. But you know the point is that the immune system needs the immune system needs to learn. It needs something to 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 be exposed to to learn. And if it's not being exposed, and you're trying to put yourself in a bubble, you're acting you're, you're act, in a way you're almost suppressing your immune system so that when it does get faced with a threat, it doesn't know what to do. It doesn't have any, like oh it's kind of like this but not quite like that. And it, oh, I think I've seen this one before. Oh, yeah, okay, let's put this one together. Now I have a plan, you know, but it does it. it the, way, the way we're going about it. Well, I have a good example. <laughs> so, I don't know. So, like, if you're going to go to the bathroom, and it's a public bathroom, you want to wash your hands after you use it, not before you use it. Right? Yes. Because you're going to be ex- you're going to be exposing yourself to potentially like harmful, you know, right, things. So you want your those oils, those natural oils to be on your, the surface of your hand. So, I mean, it's stuff like that. Uh, so you wouldn't wash that off for... Yeah. Yeah. So, um, there's like, um, so many connections, like I was saying, um, because, so what the fetal research program was doing uh, was was uh, isolating cell lines. Are you familiar with that I've term? I've heard of it, but I'm not sh- sure exactly what it's it's doing or what it's what the intent was. And I will share with you this video that I found um, in I in IG. But they were talking about they they isolate cell lines, and once you do that, then you can control the environment. So like um. You can basically affect, like, if you take a human cell line, you can affect humans, like, by using it in research and, and like, so what what I, my theory is that since, you know, um, a long time ago, they've been doing this and they have been creating, uh, like, bioengineering things to, um control the population. I think that population control has been a well-kept secret for a long, long time. Uh, I think it's been an issue for, you know, whomever feels in charge or has the power to, to fund these things. Because if you, if you were, say, put in charge of a planet and, you know, there was a problem with the overpopulation, 
populating. Um, like, what would you do, right? You would put together, like, a panel of people, scientists or whoever, to, or, to come up with a strategy. And I think that's oftentimes the reason behind wars and, um, and, uh, and, but, but then they, you know, they, exactly. sorry. That that's what it comes to, you know, people kind of scheming to try to, you know, control people. <clears throat> yeah. It is sad, but but at the same time, it kind of makes sense. Like, it's not something to just dismiss. Like, I think that there's actually a panel of scientists or whatever that have been put together to try to figure out how to control the population. And they're getting sneakier and sneakier about it. And one way that they're, one tool that they're using is the information on the 16 personality. What is, is it to what end? Like, I get it. Once you understand how people work and, and like, some people who have, have studied, you know, the way the yeah. Where you can control, you can control their minds if you understand how they work. What would, with, what would they want to control people's minds for? For money? For, for what? Well, to cooperate, basically. Well, money, power, and, 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 you know, the planet that you're living on, if they're polluting it or whatever, or if there's an imbalance of some sort, um, they would want to, you know, combat that or something. Yeah. It's crazy. It's one of those things you don't want to think about, but the reality is more than likely there are people out there doing that. Like, again, I don't like the word they because I've never met they. I've never met them. I may never meet them. I'm talking about, the like, um, you know, whomever has the most money, basically. Like, the most power and involvement in control Power and money can get you a lot in this world, you know, especially when you have a bunch of other people that have power and money <laughs> who want the same thing. Yeah. Um, I think there's a huge spotlight on the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers. Yeah. In fact, there's, there's there's a lot of people, or like I have that video actually of this guy met one of the Rockefellers and um, he told, told him about um, 9-11 and told him about what what's going to happen, which is very similar to what's happening right now. What's, what's up, Nick? Are you able to um, go to IG and look at things uh, while you're on here? Yeah, probably. Let's see. Are you on Twitch or anything? I, I, I dabbled in it. I'm thinking about using it at some point here for this show, maybe. I'm not sure. I think eventually you will use Discord. Yeah, what's Discord? At least. Is that kind of like Zoom? It's kind of like Twitch, and it's kind of like Zoom. It's, but the thing is, it's not like um like you have to kind of already know people to to interact with to do things on there. Um, so it's like like this app right here is is more socially like accessible. And so this is kind of like where it starts, and then it branches off into different things. I think Twitch is good for people who like to live stream and, like, you know, possibly make money off ads or whatever. And then Discord is is good for, you know, like, group chat and, and video sharing and so on and so forth. And I think, like, like um, for example, the Curio uses all three when he does his. That's cool. Um, definitely got to look into them all, you know. Oh, Linga's here. Hi, Linda. Uh, and then Sober. What's up, Sober Mike? So, um, 
So yeah, I was thinking as far as getting back to normal, I think right now we're at this really weird normal and it's like become a habit and I don't like that. Like right now the, the we've been indoctr yeah. indoctrinated essentially to to wear a mask and think that we need a mask to stay protected from viruses and other people. Right? We weren't afraid of We weren't afraid of getting sick. Really, I mean, yeah, kids needed to get like the exactly and shit. But in general, we're not like afraid of other people. But now, even after this subsides, I think there's going to be a lot of people that are so programmed to be afraid of a virus, of a virus, even if it has no threat to them whatsoever. Um, it's going to be yeah. it's going to be bad because they're they're going to be kind of programmed habitually to wear the mask and keep distance. Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Hey, Mira. How are you? How are you doing? Good. It's a perfect uh, recipe for fear. Like, just pick something everyone can't see. Right. Um, someone will never yeah. be able to see. You know, be afraid. Be very. Yeah. I mean, but you know what? It didn't. It didn't do anything for AIDS. AIDS is still the biggest pandemic we've ever had. And um, people didn't pay attention. People still have unprotected sex or share needles or whatever. So you're right. Why did it change? Because it became accessible to so many, like such a bigger margin of society, like a bigger you know, block of society became susceptible to this. Um, what, what I think is that... Uh, you know, I'm concerned that there's institutions getting paid per case, and and we just had our um, budget announced in Australia last night, and we're going into like trillions of dollars of debt. Now we were in a pretty good position last year, but this year we're in trillions of dollars of debt, and they're paying institutions per COVID case. So, you know, you talk about a new normal. The new normal is whoever's got the money is obviously paying to engineer a new way of life. Mm -hmm. Fuck, wearing masks is a mask to what's going on. The muzzle, as well, they look at it as a muzzle. It's like a muzzle to keep people quiet. Look at a dog, you know. And I think it's a way to hide from, uh, like, cameras and stuff, like, to be incognito, like, something is among us. That wants to hide. Anonymous used to do that. Where did Anonymous and it, Is this the new Anonymous? What's going on? Oh, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I can see it, yeah. We're all Anonymous. Yeah. <laughs> True, yeah, exactly. It is very reminiscent of that movie, uh, V for Vendetta. I watched that, but I heard it's pretty good. Oh, you should. You should definitely watch it. <laughs> And and no, also with this whole debt thing. Oh, no, it's okay. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Well, with this whole debt thing, like it kind of reminds me of what schools do. Um, every year they use as much supplies as possible so that ne the next year they can get as much uh, money as possible from the government. But but they're wasting things and they're overusing things and um, not being honest about it. Not being uh, uh, what's the word conservative. 
Who's driving in the car? <laughs> yeah, it's me. I'm sorry. Um, no, but as far as getting back to normal, I mean, it's for kids, like, for, for students. Like, if you're young, why the hell are we having these kids wear a mask? Uh, I was just re watching something today where, where, like, kids will come in with, like, one mask and then, like, another mask over that mask and then you know, in class. You're not realizing that that's literally cutting their oxygen supply. Those things, if you look at safety here in America, it's called OSHA. They, 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 are, they basically are stating in their in their records, whatever, this has been for decades, is that when you, you cannot wear a mask for an extended period because it's literally cutting off your oxygen uh, percentage. Like, you're, you're going get, to get dizzy, headaches, there's lots of uh, symptoms of wearing a mask for a long time. I think people do that at, at, at their workplace, you know, like if they're a food server or whatever, like, a, you know, grocery store clerk or whatever. Wearing it like your whole shift. That's not good. Yeah, it's horrible. And it's cringeworthy for sure. But people are, don't know what so, Mira, um, like, sadly. So, I got a really bad lag because I'm in Australia and everything's freaking slow. Sorry about that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> the water gets Um. Yeah. Look, I um. I think we can't lose sight of like the positive things that can come from it, like. You know, the fact we're having this discussion means that the, the, sh the game's up, you know? Like, people people won't be able to do mass changes or secretive mass changes to the way that we live because it's outed. Like, they've played their cards too early, you know? What they actually needed was a... You know, they thought this pandemic would wipe out enough people that people would be genuinely scared for, for mass gross change, but they underestimated our ability as rational beings to to argue that point. And I think when we all look at it, like we're having this discussion now and you're saying, you know, I'm not happy with it. I'm saying that people get paid off. And we're having these discussions about the real motivators behind it. Um, you know, we should look at the positives about the fact that we've just enlightened a massive proportion of society to stand up. And Black Lives Matter was a perfect yeah. example of that. They literally stood up. But what's right in the world, you know? You need something to be... Uh, and I, I do believe that light has the ability to beat darkness. Love, too. And, you know, I don't believe the intent behind the management of COVID is, is all light. I think it's got, you know, there's public servants that are reasonably... Uh, honourable and trying to do the right thing, but I think there's a lot of bullshit in that. That's of dark policy, and I just think that uh, you know we've actually got got a process to you know, spread light now, and it's going to start to polarise the world. And people like the three of us in this room are starting to talk about how we can make it better, as opposed to just be subject without even talking. No, that's that's the thing. Yeah, and then there's people. Who, uh, Take the mask off and start talking to each other. Mm -hmm. Just to be mm -hmm. rational human beings, having a rational, logical conversation 
about something that, that really does matter. I mean, there's a lot of people. I look, I look at it this way. There are how many million? I think it was like a million people so far in the world have died from. Could be wrong. Maybe I'm way off, but it, I think it's like a million people have died from COVID. Um, 25 million people have recovered. Plus, it's probably over that. It's probably 26 million by now. Those figures were from like last week. But um, but what they should start looking at is is how did those 25 plus million people recover? And I think what what they're not showing on the news is that how do these people recover without a vaccine? You know, nature doesn't have time to wait for a vaccine for every single person on the planet. If that if that were the case, we'd all be dead. There wouldn't be any humanity right now. It just wouldn't we wouldn't be. You know, exactly. Wait, nature can't wait. So that's that's why the immune system kicks in. Assuming each person who gets the virus has a generally good state of, of the immune system is going to work the way it's supposed to work, which is kick ass at whatever pathogen came into your body and beat that down, and it gets out of your body in the form of a toxin. It's like comes out of your, your urine. It goes out of your sweat. Whatever it might, like, it goes out. Maybe not out of your sweat, but it gets removed. It gets annihilated and removed. But if it's weak, if it's a bioengineered, um, it's like superbug that they're making and then introducing into the environment, then we have no chance. Even so, your immune system is designed to take a foreign invader to your body, destroy it. <laughs> In order to keep the host, the goal, the main goal of that system is to keep you alive. In fact, when we when we first started this this talk, I was mentioning something about microbes, and the fact that when we die, the microbes there's microbes from within the body that take over that, that have always been there. They've just been losing the the battle. They've always been there. They take over because the immune system stops working. We die. The immune system stops. And so they take over and they literally decompose us from the inside out. And then eventually there's some outside microbes, you know, from other animals that might attack or whatever. And, and then other things take us, de decompose us from the outside in. But the reality of it is, is that we have those microbes within us. It's just they're losing the war because our, our immune system is strong enough because we're healthy enough to stay alive. But there are those among us that have been, you know, eating very, very poorly, not getting enough sleep, not drinking enough water, um, not breathing well, just very poor, uh, shallow, stressed, stressed out breathing. There's so many factors to health, like just general health, that a lot of people um, aren't talking about and don't know about, sadly. You know, people say, oh, stay healthy. What the hell does that mean? Most people would not know what health means, you know. And uh, but there's some very basic things like I just mentioned that could literally save a person's life, and uh, easily, you know. And and they make it they they make us think that they make people think that like, you know, our immune system doesn't have the capacity to deal with this, and we need to come up with some man-made um, vaccine that I don't know. I mean, like how many viruses do we have going right now in our body? Probably a couple million. You know, that we don't even see nothing like COVID, but they're there. You know, it's not like 
they're not there. It's not like all the other viruses just disappeared all of a sudden when COVID came. It's like, oh, guys, you guys can take a break now. It's my turn. No, hell no. They're there. There's, and and our, our immune system's fighting them 24-7, 365. It's fighting them. You know, and it, exactly. it, is, it is a sad case um, that we're literally afraid of viruses because in a normal case when it, with a normally good it's like we're afraid of our own shadow. We're afraid of our own shadow, basically. Yeah, you know, and I think if people knew that just, just just having a better state of health, just better than you had before, would help you uh, not be as susceptible to these viruses taking you over. Meaning, showing symptoms. I'm coughing. I'm I'm going. Maybe I need to go to the hospital. I feel really bad. Whatever. All of that could be mitigated by simply having a, a better state of health. That's it. Just a better state of health. Thanks, by the way. Uh, yeah. Do, do you eat meat? I'm a vegetarian. I supplement with B12. Nice. Um, just because I know I'm pretty certain I still need that. <laughs> supplement what? Vitamin B12. It's about the only thing that I take. And what are you supplementing? What are you supplementing? Like, what, is, what are you substituting? Vitamin B12. So, as a vegetarian, which is where, where I mean, but so you can't get vitamin B12 as a vegetarian. Um, I haven't done maybe enough research, but I'm pretty certain that's all that I would need. Essentially, that that would be a, a necessity. So, do you know you know something that I don't know? Fine. Well, I'm I'm vegan. Um, I I'm I'm trying to switch over to raw veganism. I'm slowly getting there. Um, but like the, my lifestyle, like I don't really pay a whole lot of attention to my diet, but I'm like, I'm trying, I, I eat a lot of quesadillas. I, I eat kind of like a four year old actually, <laughs> but, um, like, uh, so I eat quesadillas and I eat butter cause I use butter to saute my mushrooms or whatever. Um, but I eat, you know, like veggies and like avocados and, you know, things that you just like grab and eat. Yeah, they say um, but, like, I don't, I, I think there's a misconception. I think we don't need to supplement anything. There's nothing that we need to supplement as vegan or vegetarian. You know, like, I don't. It just seemed like that was. Like, I wonder, like, have you, have you ever experimented, like, how you feel and what your your homeostasis is like with and without the vitamin B12 supplement? I forget if it was the B12 or the magnesium, but I noticed that when I didn't take it, well, I got very, I got very, not very anxious, but more anxious, and uh, it was like, it was really weird, it was a really weird feeling, and I didn't, I didn't prefer it, so I knew there was something off, and I did some research, and I thought that that was it, and it seems to have gone away, so that's why I'm kind of sticking to it, but I'd love to, like, my goal... I I think it's something that's missing from our water. Right. My my goal is to be fully off of any medication. Like right now, I'm off of all medications. I'm taking a single medication for anything, but I'm I'm supplementing for that. So I don't know if you call that medication, but I'm just supplementing. Okay. Okay. Like so, you're taking the B12 for your your moods. I've been told to do that too. Magnesium as well. Supplement magnesium actually, and and. uh, I, I believe that's for your neuro, yeah. um, your neurology. It's like you need like your muscles, your muscles. We yeah. That, we that much your, so I don't know. I, I, I might. Well, I think it's supposed to be in our water. Yeah. Just having enough water and having enough good 
like clean water. It's not, I don't know, like. It's too filtered, too yeah. processed. And like bottled water has stuff in it, like added like sugar and stuff. Like, horrible. It's not really. It's not much. Yeah. To 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 nourish your body, right? It does. It's water, but it doesn't have. Yeah. It's like. Yeah. The minerals. Osmosis water. You want to add a little bit of salt to that water before you drink it. Most people aren't. Yeah. So they're getting these this. This water that's that doesn't have the salts in, uh, and a lot of other minerals that regular water would have, but um, yeah, it's kind of sad. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. I just feel like again, like, I, and there's also good. What was that about water? Well, I was going to talk about the pineal gland. What's up with the pineal pineal gland? So fluoride. Cal- cal- calcifies in the pineal gland and um, uh, like uh, aluminum like also attacks like uh, the aluminum that they put in in, in immunizations um, can get into our brains it's been proven with with those human humanoids mice that they experiment with and um, or it's been said anyways by a supposed scientists um, but um, and then there's a there's there's like four four basic like uh, there are four central factors that work against the pineal gland. Okay, I'll just look it up really quick. Actually, it's tough. Um, like I've been studying this for a long time, and when I when I have when there's a fact that I remember, it's tough for me to recall everything. There's so much. Yeah. I have a compilation of, of information though. Yeah, it's 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 just being able to I think the more this is the deal. I I notice that the more that I teach something, the more I know something. Saying like the mm-hmm. you you are a Yeah, exactly. I bet you're an INTP like me. And a teacher at the same time. We are all students and teachers at the same time. Yes, exactly. You need to do Perfectly said. In order to learn something better, it, you want to teach that thing that you're that you're studying or whatever it is. You want to teach it because the more you teach it, the more it becomes like second nature, and you you're you're we're much more like solid in oh yeah I'm sure of that you know whereas like, you know if you don't teach it and you're just like you know winging it and uh, like you know I have in the past where like I wasn't quite sure of something so I didn't say it. You know, or I was afraid to. Say, you know? mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, as everyone should be. Because that's I mean, you could be spreading misinformation. You want to make sure that you're, if you're going to say something, you're going to make sure you got it right, and you're passing on the right, right info or whatever. You know, not like you said misinformation. Yeah, that's that's a, a, a quote-unquote virus in itself, really. Um, because information can spread yeah, like wildfire. Misinformation is, is so much like a you know, conspiracy theory. It's just misconstrued. It's just not. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Because it it, it, it it undermines just it undermines reality in a way. Because it makes it kind of quicksand. Oh, that's misinformation. Well, fuck. What is not? What is not misinformation? 
It's like it's like a power word. It's like your information is not right. Mine is. That's misinformation. All right. So you ready to hear the four things? Sorry. Go ahead. Go for it. Okay. So it's fluoride, alcohol, tobacco, and oh shit, where did it go? I'm just scrolling here. Uh, and then uh, pollution of any kind, um, which you know I'm 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 gonna say like you know like uh, the chemtrails and then probably stuff that they put in our um, and then uh, and then another one is uh, meat and animal products and then pollution can be introduced to us not only through our air but through our food and um, you know like candy candy is a pollution no. if you ask me because I mean. Anything pure sugar, then that's just toxic as fuck. It's really, really bad for you. Um, so yeah, so basically, animal products, fluoride, uh, alcohol and tobacco, and pollutants, and those four things are huge in just industries. Now, where's the where's the pineal? Pineal gland. It's okay. Um, I'm gonna pull up an article just so I can be you know correct. When I tell you about this, but it's very important. Wait, so where is it again? Um, it's part of the endocrine system. So the so um, let's see, uh, it's a small endocrine or uh, yeah yeah endocrine gland in the brain. I feel like it's in the back of the neck. I feel like the pineal gland is in. The back. No, it's like it's like it's like tucked up. It's like in the middle of the brain. It's like tucked up underneath the brain. Um, so it produces melatonin, serotonin, um, uh, which is a derived hormone which modulates sleep patterns and um, the circadian and seasonal cycles. And it's it's like a sh in the shape of like a pine cone. And um, it's located in the epithalamus, near the center of the brain, uh, between two hemispheres, tucked in a groove where the two halves of the thalamus join. So it's kind of and uh, cool. yeah. well, good to know. I mean, I'm. And so when it comes to the QAnon, um, the, 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 the satanic ritual stuff that, you know, um, they're accusing, you know, like these, uh, Masonic cults of doing to children. Um, and have you heard of the, um, uh, adrenal chrome? I've heard of QAnon. I don't know about the adrenal chrome. I, I don't know. I. Wow, you are so behind on that. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but like you're, you're so up to par with like some of these things, but um, so the the, the adrenal chrome. Huh? My Good. goal, like as a person in this time, is to be very up on as much as I can up on health, because in my mind, this is that if I am going to say mm -hmm. you're wrong and that's why I'm right, I'm gonna I'm gonna cause a re I'm gonna. I'm literally gonna cause someone to to not want me 
there. And so my goal is, it's like, why not just show people how to be fucking healthy? Like, exactly. do shit. Exactly. There you go. Point finger at anyone. You just teach people how to be healthy. And all of this shit goes away. Literally, all of it goes away. Because when everybody's healthy, like, pandemics don't happen. And people are like, well, I'm not experiencing what you're telling me on the news. Like, like my, the people in my family have gotten COVID, let's say, and, and they, they lived through it. They, they had mild symptoms or whatever. Now you're, you're talking it up on the TV like this is some crazy thing that I have to fear. You know, and, and real, the reality of it is, is that I'm not, I'm not, I'm fine. I'm perfectly healthy. Like, my work. I think it's all about mindset. Yeah, it's mind control, like you said before, and, and mindset. And so all these things like QAnon, and I know I should know yeah. Well, because if you, you control your health better too, well, like like you know, like you know, the placebo effect. Like if somebody you know can suggest that you are sick, then you can right. become sick. Placebo effect they don't think about. And if, if you're if you're suggestible. Well, yeah, you're right. Some people are more suggestible than others, you know, but uh, way more suggestible than others. But still, yeah, I mean, they don't even compare some of these yeah. vaccines to like a placebo. It's like, are you fucking kidding me? You're, you're not going to compare right. a placebo? Come on. I mean, if you need a placebo, <laughs> it's shit. And if you don't compare it to a placebo, you got nothing. You have nothing. You know, so I don't know. It's sad to me that that's the way things are. And also, it's sad to me that vaccine companies don't have any liability. You know, there's they don't have to, you know, pay out, right. you know, millions of dollars in lawsuits. They're completely immune to that. And why can't we research the coronavirus ourselves at home? Why can't we t- why can't we take it and put it under a micro- microscope? Why is that illegal? Like that's bullshit. Why is there a secret service? Why is why is there classified information? Why is our things kept from us? We're not responsible, you know? apparently. <laughs> I don't know. It sucks, but uh... well, we aren't actually. People don't they don't recycle properly. We're actually working against ourselves. If it's not a panel of people, it's going to be us alone that kills. You know, a massive, you know, amount of the population. Just from, uh, from kind of the, what do you call it, when you follow someone else, and you, well, I forget the term, but anyway, like, monkey see, monkey do. And I think a lot of it's going to be monkey see. If, if, yeah. if this, if humanity goes down for, for this, it's going to be a monkey see, monkey do. It's because everybody's doing the same thing, and nobody's questioning, questioning anything, and we would all go down together. Except for the people yeah. who are in- It's a personality type. Yeah. The majority of the population is, is a certain personality type that tends to be like that. Yeah. Well, no, it's not just a personality type, but I think it's habit. I mean, literally, our, our brain works in, in a mode of habit. It works on repetition. If you've ever looked for, have you ever bought a car before? Or, or got a used car, at least? And I bought a car. Yeah. Okay. So as soon as you started wanting that car, I don't know if it was, it was something you really wanted or someone passed it on to you or whatever. But if you've ever really wanted a car, it was on the road before you really wanted it. Right? It was definitely out there, most likely. Right? It was everywhere. Right? But you didn't. You weren't focused on it. Right? So but when you start researching it. You start all of a sudden, I mean, it's happened to me. I'm sure it's happened to a lot of people. It's like you start seeing the car everywhere. You're like, holy shit. I didn't know there was, there were, there were so many of them. That's so cool. Like I see them everywhere now. But the reality of it is 
law of attraction. They were there. It was just the fact that our focus is now on them and it's repetition. We have this, we had enough repetition in our mind to start, for our mind to start chewing on it. And I think what what most people don't realize is is that there's Mm -hmm. a lot of programming in repetition. The more times you see something, the more times you're going to, that's going to sink in like subconscious. It'll get deep. And once it's talk, once it's yeah. about wearing masks and well, social distancing and being afraid of people uh, that they might have a virus and might kill you because they have a virus, that gets, once that gets deep into your subconscious, there's no going back. It's very difficult to come back from that. And that's what's happening. And I'm, I'm really afraid. That's why I think we, like returning to a norm uh, is really kind of going against that brain, sadly, uh, not really sadly, but it's it's it, like imperative that we go against the grain before it becomes the new norm. It will literally become a new norm if we don't check that. Um, and, and it's being checked. I'm so glad for that. that. Like there are people out there like yourself and I that are like checking yeah. that thinking and be like, this virus is nothing like what we thought it was. It is nothing as deadly as what we thought it was. Yes, it's still contagious. Okay. Yes. But it's nothing as deadly as we thought it was. Well, contagion has never been proven, actually. (laughs) Even better. (laughs) Unbelievable. Well, so, and also I wanted to add, um, so like, there's, there's, the majority of the population is made up of an, of ISTJs and ESFJs. And, um, I know you don't know what that means right off the, off the bat, but, um, like advertising companies. It's been a long huh? time that I've seen that. It, it was literally like, like 20 years ago almost. Well, if you talk to me more, you're going to learn about it. And I've been teaching uh, a bunch of the other people on podcaster about it and they're learning too. I just won't let anybody get away with not learning about it because, I, and everybody who allows me to teach them, they turn around and they say thank you. Even the most, like the most resistant people, like when once they do the test and look into it, uh, they're like, oh my gosh, I'm, I take back everything I said. Like it happened just last night with the obscure curio. Um, but like the thing is, like um, I think there's, I think that like this is a strategy that's definitely going to fall on itself because the people who think that they're gonna like, because we're being divided basically, or let's just say we're being divided by two categories: the people who are, you know, um, susceptible to, you know, being suggested and then following and then following the rules and and everything and wearing the masks all the time, and then there are the rebels or whatever, or the people who think for themselves and. They might abide by the rules as much as they have to to get by, um, uh, but like we're, but we we are definitely the resistance, and um, you know I think that we, those are going to be the ones that actually survive this, and then you know the dodos are going to all jump off the cliff together, <laughs> and or go get the immunization together. Yeah. 
and it just kills me every time I hear like a celebrity or somebody like come on put your mask on or just put, pushing an, an idea that that we ourselves have been you know studying and looking into for all this time and it's like obvious they don't know what the fuck they're talking about and you're just like god like will someone just please just shoot that person it's sad because it only makes us suffer sadly it's they don't they're just doing their thing they're, Alan Watts would say they're peopling they're just doing their thing being <laughs> I love Alan Watts and that's it so um, it's sad but it is what it is but so, so it really comes down to I think just more and more people waking up uh, and now, now's the time uh, there was never a better time to wake up <laughs> like figuratively I think yeah we just need to look for each other and 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 we need to start setting an example for sure because I think that's like how they are more or less like they by by when the they is is the majority of the population with those personality types they are led by example um so yeah we just need to meet people like us need to keep talking about this we need to keep you know our heads above water and keep on, you know, trying to set a good example. And then the more of us and more of us will come together and, and then it'll reach critical mass and hopefully we'll save everybody. Before it's too late, right? Uh, and I think... Exactly. Before it's too late, I feel like that, that time is probably when and if they mandate a vaccine. Because I think the, the, the vaccine... So oh gosh. Overdone, like... If you, if you were to think logically right now, with the number of people who are um, uh, having a mild uh, symptom from this virus, it's there's so many people who have a mild, like very very mild symptoms of this virus. The the number of people who have recovered, if you just put the pieces together and be like, okay, 25 or 26 million people have recovered from this virus. How did they do that without a vaccine? To be able to like question and to think about this rationally, like how the fuck do did that many people in this world recover from a deadly vac a deadly virus? Like, this is like it's deadly. How do well, they survive from a vaccine? This this particular virus actually has all the symptoms to the T of the query fever. Are you familiar with the query fever? That's cool. What is it? The query, the query fever, um, it, you get it from like, um, like, uh, like, like sheep's, um, when you take the sheep's, um, uh, fur off or whatever, um, there's like a, a piece of it that, between the skin and, and, and the, the, the hair that can, if it's, if it's infected or something like that, like if you inhale it or ingest it, you can get the query fever and, and, the query fever uh, it affects mostly men. It's, it's more deadly to men uh, as, as opposed to women or children or anybody else. And it doesn't really affect children. And, and it's also harmful to the elderly with, 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 uh, that already has, you know, conditions. And it's, it's just so, so, so very similar to the symptoms that they're saying. But... But at the same time, if you go to the CDC and look up the symptoms, they're telling you that it could be so many symptoms, and it could be a variety of different symptoms, which leads me to think, well, okay, so basically this thing doesn't exist, and they're writing the coattails of all the other things that right. do exist. You could have as a See what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. And 
and I think that they released it in certain areas that are highly populated, whatever it is, like New York, um, and they they tried to overplay it by by instructing the doctors here in these you know smaller cities to say that you know whatever whatever was caused by COVID um, to inflate the numbers to so that they can kind of you know steer us away from the focus of of New York. And there's so many things that went on in New York too. Not not only this, but also th- things pertaining to um, you know the the child trafficking and, and and satanic ritual abuses too. But I think I think you and I should talk more about this um, in in more um, like future podcasts, so that we can you know because there's so much to go over, just so much. And I think that you should look at a couple things too before our next conversation. I, I, I'll try if I can't get to it. I can't, but I'll try. <laughs> I can tell I can tell you that at least. But um, but definitely. What's your schedule like? Uh, What's your schedule like? I usually work in the evenings, sometimes in the afternoons. So it's kind of like, it's kind of hit and miss um, lately. I've been trying to do Where are you? Los Angeles area. So. Okay, so I'm on the West Coast as well. I'm in Washington State. Yeah, I've been meaning to, to make it up uh, to Portland at some point, but I'm not sure when it's going to happen. But probably, I'm hoping at least by the end of the year, if not beginning of next year or like summer this year, latest. But um, but no, for sure, I'm I'm grateful that there are people. Like, I have Tuesdays and Wednesdays off. Cool. Uh, so possibly, um, yeah, we could talk a little bit more about it. But I I really think that. When we get on here and we talk in the channel about things, um, it's for all to hear, and I like that. I, I've had I, I ran a program called I ran yeah. a program called Our Healing Choices on an app called Zello, and I liked the fact that when we were talking in the channel about stuff, other people were listening and getting something from it. And I think that's the most important part is, is that it's almost like catching up with a friend and you're like you're talking about some, some really like deep stuff and people are like, oh, shit, I didn't know that this stuff existed. And they're like they're basically benefiting, benefiting from our talk, <laughs> you know, and that's that's huge. So I'm going to what I my my thing for this um, live chat, the wellness campfire is basically talking about wellness like this, things like this. Obviously, this is relevant. It's going to stay relevant for a while. It's not always going to be about this, but generally, like the more we talk about health, the more all of the all of the veil falls away. I just I hate to say that, but that's the real. That's what's going to happen. The more people yeah. recognize that by having a better, better state of health, like basically bullet quite bulletproof, mm-hmm. but mostly bulletproofs them from these things that they're being feared. They're being told to fear, but it's all going to fall away. Like the veil is going to come down. And, and this, the, the whole idea behind a vaccine, although okay. it might be absolutely necessary for some things, in reality, it's not. We're already, it's already, we're, 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 we're getting a, an example of, of a vaccine-free world right now. I mean, come on, 25 to 26, probably more now, it's probably over 26 million people have recovered from this. That tells me that they didn't get a vaccine. So the only thing, the only force of nature it could possibly have someone be alive right now from a virus that essentially you need a vaccine for it to, 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 like, to avert death is the immune system and, and a person's state of health. And straight up, like, I'm going to keep focusing on that because in the end, like, that's it. There's no other thing than that. 
So that's that's kind of where I'm gonna try to keep it try to keep it real and just keep educating people and helping having people like yourself come on and help educate people as like a, a, a teacher. Like, I'm down. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna call upon a lot more. I just wanna I wanna get it to a to a point where there's enough people coming in on a regular basis to where they can actually benefit from a couple quote unquote teachers talking about health and asking questions and you know, us answering to the best of our knowledge, you know, about health. We're not doctors. And I think there's a big dis- differentiation here. We are not doctors. But we're studious. This is the thing. I think a lot of people will say, oh, well, you're not do- a doctor. I'm like, this is not about medicine. Medicine is designed to treat acute illnesses like, um, I don't know, uh, the flu, um, some, a trauma, like some, you know, smash their leg and they need surgery that kind of stuff they're not trained in health they're not they may have gotten a couple lessons but they're not trained in depth about how to keep the body well so that you don't need to come back for medicine or doctor so uh you know what this is about what this is going to do is about about we're practicing health here we're not practicing medicine not practicing how to get you Yes. Well, and the best medicine is diet. Your diet directly affects your immune system. I mean, among many other things, like you've got you've got your your thinking, your your positive attitude outlook actually affects that because it reduces mm-hmm. your stress, and that affects your breathing, and your breathing your breathing affects how your body gets oxygenated, right? And that oxygen is what actually fuels every cell mm-hmm. in the body. So, like, it's all related. It's, it's psychoneuroimmunologic. It's the way your mind affects your body and your immune system directly. And so, I don't know. It's so important, I think, to stick yeah. to just stick to how do we be healthy? Because once we go there, we're 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 done. How do we just teach health? And I think there's no there's there isn't that many schools of health. You know, I mean, this could be the school of health. It just as just as well. the school of wellness school. Yeah. It doesn't really matter. It's the same damn thing. It's not about being, it's not about medicine. medicine. And anyone who says, hey, you're not a doctor, you can't be telling me what I should do with my health. I'm like, we're not, we're not. Well, we don't need to go to a school to know better, you know, like, but you need to be passionate about it, I think, to be able to teach people and whatever. So it's like, you know, it's like, fuck that, you know. this This would not be a school of medicine. This is simply a school of health, and I think we all have those skills to bring to the table. I know some people have a lot of skills to bring to the table. I haven't brought them to the table because I didn't want them to talk in an empty room. <laughs> but at the same time, it becomes becoming a podcast. So I would take the live programs and I would I would upload them and convert them into a podcast on Podbean, and then you know to the to the rest of the platform. Yeah, and I'll talk I'll talk about you. I go on Podbean every day now. Seems like <laughs> yeah, seems almost like every day. Days or at least a week ago, maybe. I don't know. It's, it's at least that I've seen you here. But uh, but it's really been good talking to you, Gene. Uh, right. So it's cool. Well, we'll I'll talk with you later yeah. another day, and and make sure you follow my podcast because I think you would get a notification for mine. And you have a podcast too, right? I thought. Yeah. 
I, but I just, for mine, I just kind of, like, um, I just mess around with my music and stuff. But if anybody wants to talk about anything, then we talk about it. Like, earlier today, I was talking to Caps and uh, the Weed Man about, uh, you know, forgiving our parents <laughs> for, you know, not raising us right. And <laughs> yeah, we just, it's just, yeah, my, I just kind of mess around with stuff. I, I'm not set on anything yet. Very cool. What, what music do you play or what, what instruments? My music. I make music. You're just like a songwriter, then. And most mostly rap and hip hop, but I also do some like you know acoustic and stuff like that. That's awesome. I just got I got introduced to a kalimba, a a um, what is that other thing? It's like a it's the one from Legend of Zelda. It's like a flute of some sort. I forget what I forget the name of it. I got it from my my uh, my nephew. No, I got that from my friend. I got the kalimba from my nephew. I got a harmonica from my, my brother-in-law. <laughs> so, like, next is I'm going to get myself, I think, a ukulele. I really think I need one to learn about ukulele. Nice. But, um, awesome. Well, hopefully I'll catch one of yours. I believe I followed it already, so I'm good. I'm, I'm... Yeah, we'll stay in touch for sure, because um, it's rare that I meet people like you, and I'm not going to let you slip through my fingers. <laughs> Nor will I. So, all right, cool. Well, uh, you have a great rest of the night. And, uh, talk all to right. you okay? Thank you all. You as well. Thank you. Bye. I'm not sure who else is listening here, but thank you all for uh, listening in and joining um, the show. Um, grateful for you all. Grateful for you, um, Jane. And uh, hopefully this becomes some place for people to hang out around the fire and talk about stuff that helps them feel better and uh, less afraid. Maybe feel a little bit more loved or something even better. So, Anyway, take care, you guys. Catch you on the next one. Love you all. Bye for now.